Welcome to the Hardly Resourceful Podcast. I'm Nick, and today I'm going to be talking about hospitals and, like, pain and shit. I don't know. Well, I do know. Uh, I thought of it. Specifically, I wanted to talk about my personal, recent personal strife with uh, some sports-related injuries. So, about... Uh, six weeks ago, six weeks ago, shit, I don't remember, six, four, four, I'm going to say, let's say six weeks ago, six weeks ago, I tore my ACL, now, what's an ACL, you might ask, shit, how do, uh, it's, it's a, it's a thing, this is going to be very scientific, it's a ligament that connects the top and bottom part of your leg bone, and it helps keep it stable, so, I broke mine playing netball oh my god this guy plays netball he must be such a loser well that's rude you shouldn't shit on anybody who likes sport or any type of sport or anything that's a bit of fun and i'll have you know as a straight male this is a fantastic way to meet some fit fit young ladies well fit women women not don't don't want to be gross you don't want to be gross you don't want to be epstein in this shit (laughs) um yeah, actually, I have a funny thing with uh, netball. I actually joined it because I was interested in a girl, and she was playing netball, and I thought, uh, well, you know, why not? Why not give it a crack and see what happens? And I enjoyed it, you know? Um, I don't I don't want to sound dis- disingenuous when I'm like, oh, I enjoyed it, oh my gosh. But as a tall fella, I'm about 6'3", um, I usually just play basketball, which I do enjoy. Um, but the funny part is, is that netball has this completely different element to it that basketball doesn't have. It's the four... Like, while basketball is a team sport, netball, you're kind of forced to play that team sport because of the limitations of how you have to play the game. For uh, anyone out there, if you are interested, just look it up. Have a squeeze. Let me know what you think. It's, I find it more fun to play than to watch, in my opinion. Um, anyway, so I was out, I was out trying to play netball and get some pussy. And then I had a girl come and hit me in the leg. Well, not because of that, but I had, I had a large Amazon lady go, and just fucking smash the shit out of my knee. And when I got hit in the knee, I just felt this like, crunch pop and i was just like fuck and six weeks prior to this injury so six weeks six weeks oh six 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 number of the beast um six weeks prior to that injury i had dislocated my shoulder in basketball because some psycho fuck decided to grab my arm pull down on it as i decided as i went and jumped for a rebound because that guy isn't such this that guy isn't a fucking giant major dickhead Ooh. Nick, you sound pretty angry about this. Well, yeah, I would. I, I, I still am, you know, because look, I'm gonna be real with you guys. It really did put me for a loop. Injuries taken me out of sport, um, sport and fitness. I was part of two netball teams and a basketball team. I was gymming it about four to five days a week for like an hour and a half each time. I like. I was gym junkie. I really enjoyed my sport, and it was like this routine was super important to my well-being and health. And the fact that like some fucking prick just decided, you know what? Fuck you. I'm gonna be a dick. Just kind of, you know, it kind of. It still kind of makes me a bit mad. Like I accept it, but at the same time, you gotta. You, I got. It's just irritating, you know. 
But I think that's the thing with life. Sometimes something happens and you just get put on for a fuck. You just get taken for a fucking loop. And I mean, look, everyone's kind of going through that at the moment, eh? It's like uh, COVID's just been this giant pain in the ass, and I'm fucking sick hearing it. But everyone has had that big problem of their routine going to shit and having to adapt. And I've just kind of taken this situation as an opportunity for growth, I guess. It's something where I can be, try something different, explore different avenues. This is why I'm doing this podcast. It's just to kind of get my thoughts out and talk shit and whatever's interesting. I don't know. We'll just, you know, see where it goes. And yeah, this whole process has just been really a big exercise in a, a discipline. It's okay. I'm Asian. I established this in a previous podcast. It's canon, guys, and it's not racist. Well, it might be a little bit racist, but it's canon, at least. So, with my injury, I had to, I've had to do some bit of physio, and I had my surgery about three weeks ago. And the surgery was fine. It was great. Everything's going well. But hospitals, man. Hospitals. Ugh. I hate hospitals. I don't... If anyone out there is like, oh, I actually like a hospital, I think you're crazy. Number one, you never get sleep. Ever. Doesn't matter. They're always coming in, checking in. Hi, I'm Claire. I'm here to see I'm your nurse. I'm going to see if you're still alive. Okay, cool. Okay, bye. It's like, okay, fine. You can't really sleep. And they're like, well, you're, you're all drugged up. The drugged up part's fine, but you never really get a proper night's sleep. You keep getting moved all over the shop. You, you get moved around like a god, like you're the only dildo in a sorority. You know what I mean? You're jumping in and out, in and out. And <laughs> fuck, that's filthy. Damn, do you think that, ah, oh, in that situation, I hope they wash, they would have to have baby wipes in that situation. I hope so. Because that's how you get, like, infections and shit, or yeast infection. And you wouldn't want to be that one sister in the sorority that has, like, like, hepatitis, not hepatitis, chlamydia or something, and everyone's going to have, like, a filthy snatch. Ugh. <laughs> uh, okay, and, uh, or be the only flashlight in a, in a frat house. There you go. Both. Oh, fuck. That's actually worse. Oh. God damn. Oh. Oh, and it's... Oh, and then one clean... Oh. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Oh. That, oh, that gave me some fucking images. Anyway. Hospitals. Sorry. Okay. I'm good. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Hospitals. Yeah. So, hospital. Hospitals, man. And... Everything's always happening. And yes, it makes sense. You're in a hospital, but you can just never really settle. One, one, the hospital I went to, shout out to Norworth Private, what, what? Um, they had actually pretty good food, which is good. And um, I remember after getting back from the surgery, I was just like, can I have a sandwich? Can I have a sandwich? And they kept on helping me out. So top marks for that. So back to the, back to the start. So the surgery setup, you know, it's the usual thing. Go in, admin, blah, 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 blah. But I remember um, it gets in- it always gets interesting with surgeries when you're about to go under. So I met my anesthetist, cool dude, forgot his name. Um, and I thought he had like a tattoo on his like face, but it wasn't. It was like a huge birthmark. And I was like, damn. But then at the same time, this dude was handsome. I gotta say, every single anesthetist I've had has been some, like, handsome dude. 
is it like a requirement to be an anesthetist where it's just like, hey, are you handsome? Yep, cool, you're in. I I just like I don't think I've ever seen like a fatty or a, just a regular shlomo who's an anesthetist. That's that's beside the point. Anyway, so the guys um I get wheeled into the surgery area. It's fucking freezing, and he pulls out this uh, needle and he goes, "Oh, time for the happy juice." And I'm and I I remember thinking when he puts it in, I'm just like, "Happy juice? What? Happy juice for me? Like you know, happy juice is one of three things." Uh, it's drugs, uh, uh, alcohol, or cum. And I'm like, fuck, I hope he's not injecting cum into my veins. <laughs> it's, <laughs> but it's not, uh, you know, it, of course it's not. That'd be fucking weird. Or maybe he's just a random dude in the street who has syringes for cum and just decides to, like, inject it into people before surgery. <laughs> That's why you get that hot, funny feeling. Well, it's not really a hot feeling, but, like, you're like, oh, God, what the fuck? It's like, ah, you got your cum inside me. It's like, ugh. Ugh, fuck. Okay, gonna, okay, I'm gonna get myself going again. I'm gonna stop. Um, and I remember saying to this guy, uh, to this, to the uh, anesthetic team, going like, "Do you guys ever get sick of seeing people go under? You know, or do, or is it always interesting?" And they say, "Oh, you know, people are always different from time to time." And they cut out. I fucking woke up out of my bed, and I was like, "What?" I was tripping balls. And that's the thing about when you've ever had a surgery. It's that weird lost time it's like you could have a kidney stolen someone could have cut a toe off you don't even like you wouldn't even bloody know well i mean someone literally went in and finagled in my knee and i woke up and i looked at my leg and it was this like giant fuck off brace and i was like god damn that's god damn what the fuck just happened because going into this for anyone who's had that acl surgery you're not expecting that you're told that there's not going to be a brace, but if you have this thing called meniscus damage, which is like the squishy, squishy um thing that goes between your bones on your on your legs, like for your knee, uh, if that's torn, you got to get a knee brace. And I woke up and I was like, God damn it, that's meniscus damage. But at the same time, I was kind of disassociating because after anesthetic, this time after anesthetic, I was really um loopy loopy in a sense of i was able to speak and understand what people were saying but i felt like i was multiple consciousnesses all interpreting it at the same time not which is dumb it's like well you're just the one person listening to it well, yeah, yeah yeah but no but it's a weird thing so i came to i couldn't see anything i wear glasses and they took them off me after the surgery which makes sense and there was this lovely woman who was helping me out you know she called up called up my family told them i'm fine and I remember her saying, oh, um, are you, are, are you Chinese, right? Or are you Asian? Something, uh, Chinese, Chinese, are you Chinese? And me, looking half Chinese, looking Asian, goes, oh, I said, ah, oh, what gave that away? <laughs> the poor thing, and she's like, oh, uh, uh, it's like, oh, no, 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 whatever. And she's like, oh, do you speak any Cantonese? And I'm like, how did you know I was that? And she said, you said that just then. I don't remember saying anything about Cantonese. And I said, I only know three things. Something like that. That's one to ten. And and she's like, okay, what, what, what are the other ones? And I go, which is white devil. So she has a chuckle. She's like, ha ha. Okay, what what's the last one? And I go, 
and she loses it, starts laughing. And well, for those who don't know, means fuck your mother. And it's like it's like the one of the worst things you can say. So I can count to ten. So I can count to ten white people, and each of those white people, I can say, go fuck your mother. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's anyway. Anytime I've, I I told her that, and she's laughing. And then we start talking about dogs. And I'm like, yeah, I, got, I love my dog. He's a gold retriever. His name is Bowie and he's the goodest boy. And she's like, oh, okay. Thinking, fuck, this guy's crazy. But then she goes, oh, I want to get a dog. And I say, oh, but you should get a golden retriever. They're good boys and girls. And she's like, oh, but I wanted like a smaller dog. I'm like, get a cavoodle. For anyone who doesn't know what a cavoodle is, they're like those little Ewok dogs. They're so fucking cute. And I feel like they're a good, like, medium dog. And, yeah, I just kept, I convinced this this woman to go get a cavoodle. And she's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, actually, I think I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, um, she's like, oh, but she pulls out her phone. It's like, is it like this? And I said, I can't see. And she thinks she thought it was, thought it was a Chinese joke. I'm like, no, no, I can't see. I'm fucking blind. Oh, and then I looked at it closer. She brought it closer to my face. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it, that's it. And I got wheeled away. <laughs> and... I got wheeled away into my room and I met my nurse. It was all fine. And they go, okay, well, this is about eight o'clock at night. And they're like, okay, so since your surgery, you're not allowed to leave the bed. Not until the physio sees you tomorrow morning. So here is the bedpan jug thing. It's like a little jug where you can put your dick into and pee. They say, you use this to pee. Um, and nothing about shitting, funnily enough. They didn't think I was going to, they weren't like, if you need poo, here's a poo, poo bag, you know, <laughs> something like that. No, they weren't, they weren't interested in my shit. And I shit great, let you, let mind you. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. So I was just lying in bed. I didn't watch TV because I, you kind of, if you've been in hospital, especially after like being, after surgery, you're in and out, like with the, with the painkillers, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you're sleeping, you're not sleeping. They come in, they check on you, blah, 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 blah. And then it hit a point, I was like, fuck, I need to piss. So I pull out the jug, put my dick in it, and I want to pee. Nothing. And I'm like, but I need to pee. And I try and pee again. Nothing. I go, fine, whatever. Then I uh, go to sleep, wake up. Same thing. I want to pee. Nah, nothing. And then after about four hours, the nurse is like, have you peed yet? And I said, no, I haven't. And she's like, okay, we'll try again. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll try again. Like, I could nothing more condescending than I'm pretty sure this nurse was probably around my age, and I swear she thought I was like some special case, like I was an idiot. And I was just like, oh, I'm trying to pee, I can pee normally, I swear. <laughs> and then it gets to a point where they have to bring out an ultrasound machine to see how much piss is in my bladder. And it, oh my god, it, this went on and on and on, and I. I'm just like, what's going on? What's going on? And then I realized it after twelve, after twelve hours, ladies and gentlemen, twelve hours. I I held that in. I realized I've been told for twenty nine fucking years not to pee in the bed. And well, let's just say uh, I've been toilet trained so well that I literally couldn't do it if I needed to. It was holy. I I can't explain to you. So anyway, the next morning comes. I'm trying to eat. But it's weird eating and drinking when you want to explode with piss. It's not satisfying. The food's not interesting. You just want to release that 
bladder out of your body. And uh, then if, anyway, the physio comes, she teaches me how to walk quickly. And then I go, I need to pee. I have, I ripped the best piss that like anything out there. No one who pissed that day enjoyed it as much as me. I don't care if you, ha- I, I just, it was godly. I think I ascended for a moment. I think I passed the point of the physical realm and became a god of piss in the best way. Not like a god of like, oh, piss. It's like, it's a god of glorious piss. It's better. It was, it was amazing. Now, let's talk about shit. So the shits, on the other hand, I didn't shit for that day, the day after, and I didn't realize that painkillers can cause constipation. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But I didn't feel pain. I didn't feel uncomfortable. When I got home, I was like, man, I really need... I'm like, oh, I hit about three, four days. And I was like, oh, I probably should have a shit. I probably should have a poo. You know, like, that's a really, like, good thing. It's like, I probably should poo. So... I give it a crack. <laughs> I open up. I, I I go to the toilet, plunk plunk myself down, and I try and shit. I try, I try. I I do get a shit out. But for anyone out there, I just want you to imagine like a picnic chocolate bar. Well, if you haven't seen one, look it up. Think about that. Double the size. It was like that. It was this cluster of shit coming out of me like a corn cob of shit of a regular corn kernel pieces just coming out of my asshole it was so fucking painful but pleasurable at the same time because i got to pass shit and i was like i look i'm a i'm a person that is pretty good at shitting you know i'm a pretty solid pooper poop about once a day i don't poop too much minimal wipage minimal wipage and that's really important okay because it's a clean snap usually nothing much there the most some days depending if it's summer i might get a bit of sweat in my asshole but i usually usually it's pretty clean it's pretty good wipe you know so coming from that to a mr cluster bomb shit it was quite stressful so after that i actually turned down the pain med so i could act so i could shit properly oh yeah and the pain of of the knee yeah, it was pretty manageable, you know? <laughs> and it's the fucking craziest part of it. This whole process, I'm like, oh my god, I didn't say you're a of this shit. Like, it, I became this, like, in, like, bare essentials human being that's just like, I need to pee, I need to shit. <laughs> but now I'm in this place of, like, it's getting irritating because I'm starting to become more free in my movements. But at the same time, you don't want to push yourself because there's nothing worse than hurting yourself more after you've tried to get it fixed. I'm just trying to look forward to the time where I can run without having to think about it, go back to playing a bit of sport, going back to just, you know, being more human. And I guess that's, that's you know, that uh, then this is part of that process. It's just trying to get this shit out there and have that thought about stuff and kind of deconstruct it a bit more efficiently. Anyway, so that was my hospital story. If you got any interesting hospital stories yourself or pee and poop stories like mine or, any, or just pee and poop in general, uh, I would love to hear it. Uh, send it to the hardly resourceful podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for watching, if indeed you still are. And um, yeah, fuck it.